0: Are beginning to uh, feel a little more um, like you. You're landing here into the into being at IMS. Uh, maybe you rested well. Maybe you didn't. Uh, let's not let that all be a problem to us. You know, we've all come from different degrees of busyness. Maybe some people from different time zones and so on. So uh, really encouraging us today to be uh, very spacious around this process of of settling in and arriving. And uh, to to support that, and uh, as uh, we usually do, uh, really we're going to begin our practice today um, very much around... uh, the task of establishing a sense of of being here, being here in this body here. Um, Letting go of the the non-essentials, as we said last night, and allowing uh, our embodied presence to really help us with this sense of settling, grounding, coming home. So I like the reflection that the, the word arriving uh, it really uh, und- underneath means coming ashore, the sense of where uh, we've been travelling down the river and now we can we can come ashore and uh put down the the paraphernalia of our journey and in a sense uh rest on this spot <laughs> so chris uh in- Mentioned last night that uh, the body is perhaps our most useful uh, portal into presence, the, the most um, tangible way of establishing a sense of of presence, of arriving. And actually, you know, we ex- everything we experience we experience through the medium of this body, uh, and this is why it's really. Uh, named as the foundation of of all our meditation practice. Sometimes the sense of coming home to the body, depending on what's actually going on with our body right now, can can feel a little challenging, but really there is no alternative in our practice uh, to making peace with the way that the body is right now. Everything we experience, we experience through the medium of this body with its its six senses. And the, so this is uh, both the classroom and the vehicle for our waking up, for our cultivation of this practice. So last night, Christina uh, spoke about the, the, the root um, teaching from early Buddhism that uh, this practice is built on the Satipatthana Sutta, the ways of establishing mindfulness. And the body is the first of the four ways of establishing mindfulness. And actually, the the section in this teaching on establishing mindfulness of the body is uh, really extensive. It's one of the most extensive um, pieces of that teaching because there's so many ways of being with the body, so many ways of experiencing the body and although it's the first foundation it's not like this is the beginner's practice and then we're going to ditch the body and move on to other things this is actually going to be with us for the whole week and this is our the the, the most fundamental of or the foundation of all the practice that we'll do during the week and as as those of you who who teach uh, mindfulness based approaches will know that nearly all um, teachings courses classes start with a practice of awareness of the body either through the body scan or awareness of the breath so when we we do this because taking the body as a reference point really enables us to start slowing down uh, the activity of the mind to shed what's what's extraneous to uh, to the task of being here now and to actually get start to get some perspective on the behavior and the habits and the workings of this mind so there's no right way to experience the body maybe how just if you if you notice how your body experiences right now what aspect of it is uppermost in awareness maybe that you have a sense of how you're sitting how the posture is established maybe that you are noticing breathing Mm. maybe that you have a sense of of the pressure of the ground under you or um, the temperature of your body there's so many different um, dimensions to our embodied experience and we're invited to, uh, to attend to all of these. The, there's a sort of dancing uh, field of sensation that we happen to call the body, but the more we look into it, the more varied um, and changing and mysterious it is. So this, the, the quotation from Sextus Empiricus that Christina shared last night spoke about the, the beauty and mystery of life and there's a beauty and a mystery to embodiment that we're invited to explore as we really start to inhabit our bodies from the inside because our usual mode of uh, inhabiting the body is a a partial inhabitation of the body often at least we often at least we we experience it also through a, a lens of looking at it from the outside often with a lot of critical and judgmental or anxious thoughts, a sense of comparing my body with other people's—is it—is it good enough? Is it functioning well enough? And so forth. And so we we often either looking at it through the lens of judgment, or we're even ignoring it altogether. You know, we we're, we're living as the character in James Joyce does—a a short distance. Mister Duffy lived a short distance him, from his body. Yeah. So here we we have the opportunity to close some of that gap. So when we're meditating, we're looking at the body not in terms of its function in the world or comparing it with other bodies, but just what's my direct experience of this body right here, right now. When we do find ourselves reflecting on the body, as we do sometimes, there are certain ways that the, the, this ancient teaching encourages us to reflect that are more skillful than others. So when we are in reflective mode, to, to look at the body more in the way that a naturalist would look at the body than a, than a biographer. So to notice in it its universal characteristics, the characteristics of, of change uh, the co- composite nature of the body and uh, the way that the body is, is, is uh, constantly in a process of growth and decay. And if we, if we relate to our body in that way, then it, it, we, it's easier to come back to a sense of equanimity and peacefulness around it and to reconnect with the direct experience of the body. A direct knowing and feeling, and doing this, of course, takes some effort. It takes some training, and this is the the uh, value of this task: is that we're we're training uh, training the mind in where, or training ourselves in in the choosing of where to place our attention. So this is this is why we're picking up the body as a as a theme, if you like, for attending to. So we choose where to place attention, and we, and we learn to sustain it there. So there's a directing and a placing of the attention and a lingering with the experience, really feeling, feeling the embodied experience as it's arising, or a dwelling there. And as we do that, we, can, we become aware of distraction as distraction, because often we're unaware of distraction as distraction It's just the sea that we're swimming in. So we become aware of distraction and we learn to come home. Takes uh, an effort of remembering what we're doing. Remembering as a, as a um, root meaning of mindfulness is the task of remembering uh, what we intended to be doing. and Remembering the context of it. So there's a an aspect of uh choosing where to place an at, attention, and there's also an aspect of a how. So what we choose to attend to and how we place our attention. These are two uh intrinsic um pieces of this training in the in the Satipatthana teachings. So again, in the in the quotation from Sextus Empiricus, this really um very beautiful um reminder that uh the, the mystery of life reveals itself when we, place our atten- when we place our minds with affection, attention, interest, and compassion. In the Satipatthana teachings uh, on the foundations of mindfulness, the Buddha talks about uh, an attitude of ardency, or ardour, as kind of um, intent, uh, effort, and interest also uh, the alertness of mindfulness and clarity of comprehension so there's a there's a uh, an invitation to alertness to clarity but also to kindness and a kind of relaxed effort because we're using the body this attending to the body to develop qualities of the heart and the mind it's the heart and mind that are being cultivated uh, not the body per se, but this heart and mind is always manifesting through, uh, the, through the framework, through the experience of our body. So as we practice also, of course, we, maybe we, we foreground the body in our attention, but of course the other domains of feelings, thoughts, emotions and things are all happening and we're not we don't use our awareness of the body to exclude other aspects of our experience, but we just learn to foreground that so that the thoughts, emotions and feelings are, are experienced through uh, through the the frame or the the, um, the lens, if you like, of embodied experience. So this is a, a patient process. We'll need uh, probably need a lot of patience today as we work with sleepiness or still a sense of distraction, preoccupation. Uh, but uh, you know, I hope that we can do this in a in a kindly, relaxed, and enjoyable way. Okay. So let's let's do it. <laughs> if you'd like to stand and have a stretch, move a little before we before we sit. Please feel welcome. Perhaps before trying to um, direct attention in any particular way, just beginning the practice by acknowledging what's uppermost in awareness right now, acknowledging what's happening right now. And thoughts feelings, particular mood or climate in the mind, residues of the, the process of getting up this morning. Maybe a sense of expectation about today. Some residues of tiredness. And just allowing yourself and the life that's here, your experience of the morning to be as it is. We're beginning from a place of real open hearted welcoming and acceptance. We're not here to become an ace meditator, but to open ourselves to the life that's actually here. Then you can begin to notice how the body is placed on your chair or cushion or mat. And just see if there are any minor adjustments that you might want to make to give a sense of having a really wide, firm, stable base. So if you're sitting on a chair to have the feet flat on the floor. If you're on the ground to ensure that you're well supported. in a way that the spine can be upright and taking its natural curves. You might feel into the sense of uprightness of the spine and just notice if it's in balance. and help to even allow yourself to rock a little on the base of the spine. Coming into the place where the vertebrae can just rest one on the other. All the way up through the neck to the crown of the head, the back of the neck lengthening. A sense of lightness and balance. Letting the shoulders soften. Hands rest easily in the lap or on the legs. Perhaps slowly sweeping the attention down from the crown of the head through the face. Noticing if there's any tension in the face. Just inviting that to soften. Around the eyes, the jaw. Mouth coming down through the shoulders and the arms to the hands, and just noticing where your hands are placed and being aware of sensations in the hands. And again, inviting the hands to soften. Noticing how the touch of our hands can convey an attitude of gentleness, of care, of sensitivity. and dropping awareness all the way down through the body to the feet or whichever parts of your body are in touch with the floor, the cushion or the seat beneath you. Feeling the solidity and firmness of the supports under the body. And letting yourself surrender to that support. Allowing yourself to be held by the ground underneath you. And then opening awareness to the field of sensations that we call the body. Sensations of pressure, touch, tingling. Warmth, coolness. So, allowing these different sensations to come and go and to be received in this kindly, interested awareness. And when you notice that something else has claimed your attention, maybe a a thought or a plan for the future, just acknowledging, recognizing and letting the body re-emerge into the foreground of awareness. if and when it feels natural, comfortable to you to do so you could begin to allow the, the particular sensations that we associate with breathing to come into the foreground as being aware of the gentle rocking movement of the breathing in and the breathing out within this field of body sensation. Perhaps even feeling where it is you begin to experience the in-breath, and where the sensations are most apparent. Not trying to manipulate the breath, but to just let the experience come to you. directing the attention towards the breathing and lingering there for the full duration of the in-breath and the full duration of the out-breath. You may notice how the air is slightly cooler as it enters at the nostrils. Warmer on the out breath. Noticing movement in the lungs and down into the belly. In the sense of the whole body breathing. a slight rising on the in-breath and a falling back on the outbreath. And perhaps particularly allowing yourself to attune to any aspects of the breathing that feel pleasant, comfortable, easeful to be with. Taking up home a resting place or an abiding place for awareness, a reference point for awareness that's that's easeful to be with and if the breath is not that way for you just now then maybe the the touch of your body on the earth some aspect of your embodied experience right now that you can make as a resting place a vantage point from which to allow the rest of your experience to come and go noticing if the mind's become lost in a train of thought and just gently inviting it home again And also check in with your posture from time to time and notice if you've tensed up somewhere. Sometimes there can be a bracing against our experience or a zoning out. Just retuning the instrument of the body. to reset this attention, intention of alertness, of relaxation, of poise.
1: We have a 45 minutes walking period, and as many, as, as many of you know, it's just another way of practicing mindfulness in a formal way. That's really a bit of track. Um, so, as uh, Jaya mentioned, Today the invitation is really to stay with the body, to bring your interest mainly to this experience of the body in the walking. And the way we can do it is that we find a place. So you can find a place to walk up and down in one of the walking rooms or outside. It could be a distance of maybe plus minus 10 to 15 steps. And then the practice really is just walking mindfully up and down this... Hello. Is it, is it working now? Mm-hmm. No. no? I think, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is not good. Oh yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. So. As you walk, just really bringing your attention to your body, to the sensations of the feet um, and really using this opportunity to really ground the attention in the body, to drop into the experience of um, standing, of lifting a foot, of moving the foot, of placing it, then also feeling the shifting of the weight, then already feeling the other heel coming off the ground, moving it forward, bringing it down. So it's really very simple, rather than having the breath as our anchor in the walking meditation, the walking itself, this process of moving through space is our main anchor, and um, The speed can really vary. You can experiment whatever helps you to remain um, balanced, to be mindful. At times it can be helpful to walk a little bit quickly, to bring up some energy. If you feel at the beginning of the walking, you feel like you want to walk up and down a bit more quickly, feel free to do it. At times you might sense that there is just a natural inclination to slow down and to become more precise in your attention. And then we can really start to go more into the details of this experience of walking. So there is really not a right or wrong way of walking. And actually, um, we don't really need to walk in a, a contrived way, in an artificial way. See if you can just let the walking happen and just allow it to happen in a very natural way and just rest in this experience of walking rather than having the sense of I have to walk in a very specific way and then I get tense up, but rather just let it happen, the walking. The walking is a wonderful way to bring a bit more balance so we can have this change between sitting meditation, walking meditation. At times the walking is wonderful if we feel sluggish just to wake up a little bit more. When the mind is really restless, the walking is wonderful to collect and gather the mind. So I find it a wonderful practice in addition to the sitting meditation. And what is really Great about the walking is also, as you know, uh, walking is something that we do in everyday life anyway, and practicing mindfulness in walking is really such a support when we want to bring mindfulness into everyday life. It is really such a bridge. So, not to, you know, put it down and say, oh, that's less uh, important than the sitting meditation. It's really, it's maybe even more important than the sitting meditation. Even if maybe the the experience may be different, of course the mind might feel different when we are walking compared to sitting. There is less gatheredness, there are more sense stimulations, there is more going on. But We can just note that and be mindful of this experience rather than having an expectation how should the experience feel right now. That's just a practice, just to know, okay, right now there is awareness of seeing, there is an awareness of maybe feeling the air on the skin, there is an awareness of sounds. Everything can be included, really. Any experience is just there to be known. Um, So basically the walking meditation um, is this entire period. So don't think of it as, you know, I'm going to start when I'm at my walking spot. But see if you can really make this practice a seamless practice. So even just getting up from the cushion can already be a part of the practice. So getting up and knowing that we are getting up and then walking out of the meditation hall and knowing that we are walking out of the meditation hall reaching for our shoes and knowing that we are reaching for our shoes it's all it's all part of the practice and today may might be a really good Opportunity also to practice meditation outside if you feel like going out for the walking meditation. There are many places, of course, be mindful of the ice. But uh, I have heard that the weather forecast says it's going to become more cold, so today is a good opportunity if you feel like doing the walking meditation outside. And then, of course, also, there is less holding, there is a lot less container when we are doing this walking meditation individually. And it is so easy for the mind to think, oh, good opportunity to do whatever, you know, to go back to my room or have a cup of tea or so. Um, It's just good to be aware of what uh, is going on. Yeah, so... um, See if you can bring this attitude of steadiness, of continuity into your practice and do the practice in a balanced way, in an easeful way, with patience and really allowing the mind to just rest in this flow of moving, of feeling the body in this process of walking moment by moment. Um today we are going to have a rather um, quiet retreat day just as a support for you to settle into this retreat space. So we will start with group interviews tomorrow and we will also offer some sign-ups starting from tomorrow. But today the, the emphasis and the invitation is really just to find your way into the stillness, into the practice, to relax into it. And we also wanted to remind you of this possibility or the invitation to turn in your cell phones if you haven't done so yet. Um, It is really a very important aspect this aspect of letting go of some of our addictions. And as Chris has mentioned, it's such a huge factor nowadays. We just see it in our own minds. We see it globally. Um, and it really it needs a certain commitment just to really let go of this for the duration of just one week, which is not so long, but still it can be challenging. So just as a reminder... Um, Yeah, really to put away your smartphone or even just bringing them to the office and they will take care of it. So, um, is there anything else? Yeah. So we wish you a wonderful day and see you back at 10 o'clock.